Hello, welcome to Activations with JJ. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is my fifth episode of season two. I actually think it's been a little bit since I've published one. And uh, I thought, oh, wow, I can't believe time has flown by so quickly. So I thought I would hop on and just uh, talk with you guys about just maybe some aha moments I had had and then just, you know, as usual, we'll see what happens. But uh, I've had some really fun experiences in the last couple of weeks. And my I, I do mind-body coaching and channeling and um, healing. And I have been working with lots of clients. And so every time I do, I always get some big-time, I don't know, learning <laughs> expansion. It's kind of funny because for those of you who might be like light workers yourself, you might understand how half the time the session is just as much for you as it is for them because I can actually see myself in every single client I have. I can see different attributes and traits that I have kind of reflected in them. And I think, of course, we know about the law of attraction. So we know that when that will attract people that are similar to us, similar vibration and that's why I think when a light worker is doing work, it's it's for both parties involved. And so if you have a gift and you're not sharing it, um, obviously you're not going to just do it because you're going to get something out of it. But if you think about the collective and you think about the giver and the receiver both are healed, uh, how important it is to to have both roles, you know, and to be in both roles. As speaking of that, I've had... I've had quite a few, that kind of brings out a theme that I've wanted to talk about for a second, but I've had quite a few different instances where I feel like things are being received, things are being offered to somebody and that our ego gets in the way and we don't want to receive them. Some of this stuff is happening on just like an ethereal plane, on the energetic plane where I might see, I kind of... I'm a visual uh, kind of clairvoyant in that I can see images when I'm working with somebody. So I might visualize that their partner's higher self is offering their higher self something or um, vice versa. And I see a lot of this, are you ready to receive, you know, and opening ourselves up to receive. So, uh, a lot of times, our, of course, our ego comes into play there and it will keep us from um, receiving what naturally is coming to us, the abundance and the healing that naturally wants to come to us because I think we make, we make things a lot more difficult than they are most of the time. And so I feel like there's a lot of basic stuff that we can do to heal and to come into flow. And also, I feel like so many people have this standard of what being healed looks like, when in reality, um, just being in flow is is being healed, because being in flow is is not rejecting the wa- the waves of life. And we came to this planet and we're incarnated here so that we could experience all of the flow, 
not so we could live in woo-woo land and be on super high vibe all the time. And as light workers, we tend to beat ourselves up if we do experience low vibe, I guess you could say, lower vibration emotions. But that's why we're here, because the richness of the experience is so much more on this planet for many, many reasons. If you read Dolores Cannon, um, just recently I read something that she that she had in one of her books and I think it's convoluted universe book three if I remember right and that one is is really fascinating it's interesting how all of them are a little bit different and there there's just little things in each one but um here she was talking to somebody and I'll just read a little bit from it the person in this, when I start talking, I'm talking as if I were the person that she had under hypnosis. And the person says, no, there are some things that are much easier to learn in a body. Emotional things of feelings, sensations, limitations. It's interesting to have emotion. And you can learn things faster when you have emotion. And Dolores Cannon says, then on the home world, when, you're in, when your energy, because, oh, and I might, I'm going to make a side note really quick. This person was uh, experiencing being incarnated on earth, but their home world, they were just an energetic being. Anyways, then on the home world, when you're energy, you don't really experience emotions. And the person said, not like you do in physical form, not those kind, it's lighter, it's easier. And Dolores Cannon said, why is it easier to learn the emotions in the physical? And the person says, it's the input, it's just there. It's so like in your face and you have to resolve problems that we don't have in the spirit. So again, I guess one of the reasons I wanted to bring that out is because for those of you who are experiencing emotions and right now the collective is experiencing a wide range of emotions, I think it's really important for us again to realize that it, our, our goal and our job is not, we didn't come here to stay on one high vibration. That's not why we came here. So I just wanted to bring that out. So shifting gears for just a second, uh, I thought I would go ahead and talk a little bit about manifesting. And I've been studying some other podcast or listening to some other podcasts, studying some other things that I thought were fascinating and brought out a lot of really good points to me. But if you haven't checked out Brian Scott's Reality Revolution podcast, I highly recommend it. Sometimes he grabs these books that were published like in the early 1900s. Well, just the 1930s, I think, is some of the earliest ones. And it's they come from a time period which is called the New Thought period, which is like the first wave of people who kind of broke out of the, broke out of the standard you know, religious structured way of thinking and started opening up their minds to other possibilities and the power of thought. You know, I mean, you guys can kind of understand that. And then, uh, you know, we know there was like a second wave in like the 60s. But he was reading a book from the very first one. I can put a link in the notes to the podcast here so that you guys can can check it out. But anyhow, it was really fascinating for me to listen to it. And I kind of used it as like subliminal programming because 
I am a visual learner, but I knew that I needed to listen to this. And more than I needed to listen to it, I actually needed to absorb it. So something to think about when you're trying to activate different parts of you. I mean, I consider it like an activation when I do that. But it's like I knew that I needed to activate these parts of me, these kind of truths. And they were all about basically about prosperity and abundance. And some things that have been coming to me that maybe I just I'll just share with you guys involve the fact that we live in a society where oftentimes we're seen well uh things are seen in a dichotomy so it's rich and poor um if there's rich people there always have to be poor people and so but that's not how it has to be um i think people feel like if there's extremely wealthy people there's always going to be poor people that they're built on in reality that's just like a, an illusion though in reality we're all meant to have prosperity and abundance and it is possible for all of us to have that and it's simply our thinking that causes us to stay in a state of poverty mindset you know and 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 so i've i've noticed myself when i see people who are achieving things or buying things or have attained a certain level of wealth and I think in the back of my mind or some kind of programming I've had either generational programming because I believe we carry in our DNA some of that that can be cleared but I feel like I've I've kind of got this little instinct in inside me subliminally subconsciously that says that it's a win-lose situation so if I see somebody who is winning or achieving abundance you know abundance or wealth that automatically means that I'm losing and that I'm not going to have it and in the new I guess you could say the new earth the idea is going to be more focused on the fact that everyone can have it and that the total opposite is true the more people who are achieving abundance and you know, like people that have nice homes and go on vacations and things like that. We've kind of been programmed to be sort of spiteful against them and resentful. And I now realize those people, if they did not exist, no one would be holding space for us to go up to that level. They're literally just making it a reality so that we can then go, oh, that's possible. I can do that too. Not oh, that's, that's them, I'm me, and I'm never going to have that. So just to kind of a little thought for you guys is just to realize, or maybe just shift your thinking, and I want to hopefully activate that in you, that when you see somebody achieving something that you want, it's not a win-lose. It's not because they're achieving it, you're never going to get it. It's because they're achieving it, and they're holding space for you, and they're like, all right, here it is. I'm holding this space. Like, look, it's possible. Come on, come on over. And so, again, it's also a good way for you to shift your mindset on your definition of what it means to be wealthy and abundant. I feel like so many of us have been programmed to believe that wealth is evil, uh, that people who are wealthy are oppressed, oppress people who are not. Uh, they have bad traits and things like that. I'm not saying that people who are wealthy are all perfect, but it doesn't have to be that way. And so we can shift our way of thinking to, to then go, oh, people who are wealthy, they have a great role because they're technically just holding space for other people to then rise up. 
and and causing kind of like a snowball effect. So I really liked that sort of philosophy, I guess you could call it, or way of thinking. Again, it's it's in a book. I, I can't remember the exact name of the book. It's something about prosperity, but I will leave a link to that particular podcast from the Reality Revolution. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes so that you guys can access that exact thing. All right, so that was a really awesome sort of nugget, golden nugget that I got over this last little bit. And I noticed that I hadn't, I, you guys, I don't know, you may not realize it. I, I have zero schedule for the podcast. I probably should come up with one. I noticed that I'm now on Apple Podcasts. It took me forever to get onto Apple Podcasts. So I'm really, really excited about that. If you've been listening to me on a different platform and you normally use Apple Podcasts, you can look for me on Apple Podcasts. I'm there now. Uh, I know, I remembered that in my um, description and things, it doesn't have any, like it doesn't link to my Instagram or anything. So if you do want to link to my Instagram, it's just at JJ Mind Body. I just thought I'd throw that in too before I forget because half the time when I get to the end of the episode, I just forget to say things like that. So I realized somebody had mentioned it would be nice to be able to discuss some of the topics that I bring out in the podcast. And we can do that. I guess we can kind of do that through Instagram. Um, and that's probably my preferred way. Feel free to message me there if you guys are, if something I say, you know, causes you to kind of think a little bit and you want to strike up a conversation. I don't talk with that many people about this kind of stuff in my regular life. So I love being able to explore different possibilities with you, my listeners. And again, I just appreciate you guys. So, okay, moving on to the next portion of our podcast, I thought I would just take a moment and kind of bring in some, a little bit of channeling and uh, just decide where I want to go with that. And as you've noticed with some past podcast episodes, I, I've kind of gotten to the point where I used to just say like, okay, who's coming? Like, who's gonna, who's gonna come? And so I, I just, I've decided though, I kind of choose it. So it's not just like anybody come. It's like, all right, who do I want to choose? And then I bring that person in. So let me just take a moment here. You can breathe and meditate with me and I'll kind of figure out who I need to bring in for me and for the listeners. Cause I think this is, we're all co-creating. So let's, let's just do this. Let's decide who we want to bring in and, and what information we need. So what I'm feeling right now is just a sense of inviting in an energy that is most likely an interdimensional energy, maybe a race that is invested in earth and our and our our planet and our and humans for many different reasons. One is, as many of you might already know, there are interdimensional beings that come to the earth and incarnate in order to experience what we do. Just like I mentioned before, how emotions are um, a way to learn more quickly, and maybe that's what they want to do. So it is school. Uh, maybe some of you have explored 
your connection to different planets, star systems. Technically, they're all planets to me, or I guess dwelling places. But uh, if you've studied Dolores Cannon at all, and you know that I refer to her a lot, but QHHT is a, a hypnosis healing technique where you regress to past lives, but um, when you read more into what she does, technically many of her clients, their higher selves or their subconscious, as she calls it, their, um, well, the subconscious is the way she puts it, talk about how everything, there is no past, present, or future. Everything is now. And so as she started out doing past life regressions she then admits later on in her work that they're really that it's not really a past it's always it's it's always going it's hard to wrap our brains around so when i say that um some of these beings are connected to you uh, it is possible in my personal opinion and according to many of the cases that Dolores Cannon did research with for an aspect of an interdimensional soul to enter a human body, but the rest of it to remain either in a state of like a suspended animation on a ship or a planet, or to just continue moving forward and, and continue living, just depending on what they do with the soul aspects. And that doesn't even include what the next level up would be to me is like your higher self. And all the different aspects that you send out, the all the different aspects of your soul that you send out to experiencing on different planets and in different dimensions. And of course, we all know that that is an imitation of source or universe, which has done the exact same thing. Um, and I say that we all know, and I respect and honor that other people have different opinions than me. But in my personal opinion, I tend to believe that many people have talked about how in the beginning, there was just one, and one wanted to experience itself, and so it created others. That everything is actually one, and that the the separation is just an illusion. It was almost like looking in a mirror. It appeared it was another, but it was really them. And so it sends out aspects of itself, or maybe you could look at it. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to see it. To experience things, and then to be brought back in to expand. So once something has been sent out to experience and to learn and to grow and expand in a different planet, place, whatever you want to call it, that soul is called back home eventually to be reincorporated into the source energy, if you want to see it that way, or put that label on it, is so that source energy then is expanding as well. So we all expand together. And again, I only mention this because um, I feel like maybe, I feel like inviting in an energy that is, that has Earth's best interest at heart. Um, I've previously um, channeled Cryon and know that he feels that same way. But at this point, I actually don't feel it's necessary to label this energy with a name. And in a sense, I feel, and I have done this before too, that it's more of a collective. And so 
Um, I'll just kind of give my impressions on what I feel this energy is. I feel like it's sort of a governing organizational body that is planning and uh, they're, they're not meddling because we know that we have free will and so that's not what they're doing, but influencing and spreading light on the planet at this time of shift. And so I would like to bring forth a message from them. I kind of feel a maternal energy. I felt like this the other day. I'm pretty sure that I did a podcast about it now that I say that, but a maternal energy in that this governing body just has so much love for the planet and for the people on it, for the future of the planet and for the changes and the purpose of the planet. All these things are coming through right now. We come in love and in gratitude for the many difficulties which so many of you are experiencing at this time. For the commitments that you made to incarnate on this planet in this time of tumult and change. We honor you for your valiant efforts in perpetuating light in so much confusion and darkness. We honor you for your sacrifices, for your ability to overcome so much, for your ability to to carry the weight of much of the suffering that is occurring on this planet, both the suffering of humanity and the suffering of nature, the suffering of Gaia. We are everlastingly grateful for your roles your efforts, your small but important actions, the care and concern that you have for those around you. We wish to wrap you in arms of love, in arms of care, energetically, We wish to comfort you and we wish to help you understand that the best way to get through this time is with perspective. And we wish to take a moment to provide for you a perspective. A perspective on the shifts and changes that are occurring at this time a perspective on your role, a perspective on the the projected uncertainty that is being 
fed to you and help you to give and help to give you a sense of security. We want this transmission to be comforting, grounding, compassionate, empathetic. We want to instill in you a calm, a peace, and a tranquility that you may hold space for others to then achieve those states, that you may lift above some of the erratic energies that are currently occupying various locations around the earth. We need you to understand that there are a variety of roles that people have chosen to take on this planet. And we have said this before, and JJ has stated this before in her podcast, that we need you to, we invite you to maintain that vibration to which you committed before you came. We invite you to, and we encourage you, and we support you in maintaining that space. As JJ said in a previous podcast episode, when she was speaking of an orchestra and each instrument being important and each part of each instrument making the whole song that we encourage you to not be deceived into shifting your role. We encourage you to stand strong in your calling and in your mission and in your specific tasks. We know that and we and we emphasize that that is the number one struggle we are seeing played out here on this planet at this time is that those beings who have contracts, duties, tasks, however you want to verbalize them or whatever wording you want to use, that they are being distracted from their original, shall we say, to-do list, their original mission. They are being distracted. We are somewhat surprised at how many are being distracted. Distraction can lead to many things for many of those whose task it is to hold this higher vibration and to hold a vibration of calm and peace and tranquility. This may look like depression. This may appear as numbness and we invite you to embrace the spark of light that lays dormant within you the message with which you have been encoded still lays within you and 
we invite you to take a moment to ponder the task which you have been assigned to do. And more than assigned, you've chosen it. It was offered and you chose. So we don't want you to feel as if you were compelled or forced. It's very much a voluntary thing. We want to speak generally so that each of you may apply this concept to your personal situation. For those who are listening are of many different talents and gifts and tasks and missions. Many have talents of healing. Others have talents of projecting light, shining it where it's needed most. We want to be specific in saying that that could mean digitally. Through your social media, there are others who have been tasked with or have taken on and agreed to be purveyors of light through their throat chakra, through their voice, through their speaking, through their words. Others have been tasked with creating a haven in their home, which seems simple, but is vitally important. For these lighthouses, these houses where those with a mission of creating a house of light live. These places are safe havens for more than just those in the physical realm. They are safe havens for many who are suffering at this time in other dimensions that are still on the planet and affected by what is going on. For many elementals. For many energies that you do not see with your naked eye. They are housing many of those beings and are a many of you are creating in your homes if this is your mission a haven or a resting point or a almost a halfway house we might say it's it's a transition place for energies which have been depleted to come and become renewed by the light which is produced there and we invite you to bless the walls and the areas of your home to continue to produce light for this is a team effort this is something many of you may notice that your home your dwelling has somewhat of a spirit an energy about it a soul however you want to put it, this is actually correct and we would like to confirm that this is true. Your abode is as living and filled with soul as you are. And it is also working in tandem with you to complete the task of being a lighthouse. And you may take a moment at this time and you may close your eyes for many of you are better taught through visual means, not just auditory. And we invite you to close your eyes and we invite you to see the planet. 
and begin to see these individual houses of light, these dwellings throughout the world where those who are living in them have been have agreed to produce higher vibrations and light in order to create a grid. So we would like to invite you to see the light, the houses of light. And then, as you're picturing that, imagine the grid that they create. So you will now see this grid, which is active. It is currently active. But we can invite you to see what happens when one of these light, these houses of light goes out and then the grid has to be reconfigured. Can you see the effort that needs to be made when this occurs? This is why we ask you to be stable and to be consistent and to be diligent and to be valiant and to be stable in your if this is your calling, if this is your mission to do this in, and do it consistently. We've listed a few things, a few missions, a few contracts, we could say, that you have agreed to do while you were here on this planet at the time of the shift. And we invite you to ponder this more. This podcast episode is not enough time for you to receive the information if you are seeking it um, in detail. Those of you who have already received this information, and this is just a confirmation, we invite you to just move forward and continue. And to, we want you to, our goal is to bolster up your spirits. To let you know that you're not alone. To let you know that we see you, we hear you, we recognize you. That a feeling of isolation is actually an illusion. There are many, many, many working with you. And if you have a desire to recognize them or to sense them, that that will come. You simply need to ask. For they are waiting for your free will to acknowledge and invite their help or they are helping you but to maybe acknowledge just your ability to feel their presence or to um, assist you in getting that little confirmation that they're there so that you don't feel alone and again we wish to encircle you in love and in light and we we are cons- we consist of many angelic energies and therefore we send you the great feeling of expansion and love directly from source we are conduits and many of you are as well And we invite you to feel the opening of your crown chakra so that you may connect at this specific moment more directly with a flow of 
source power that will buoy you up. So please take a moment and, in, and hold the intention to open that crown chakra, to feel the tingling in the crown of your head or all around your head or whatever feeling you have or don't have, just knowing and holding that intention. And begin to feel as if source were pouring into your body from the very top of your head, working its way down and cleansing and a strengthening and a renewing down your shoulders and arms to fingertips, down your chest, your belly, your pelvic area, your legs, your feet activating you, renewing you, however you want to put it, just giving you the strength to keep going, the strength to continue forward, the strength to hold the line, to hold the space, to hold the vibration to do what you need to do in your physical 3D life that will not hinder or distract you. To awaken from maybe the sense of numbness or dullness that you may have. And to, we, we, a phrase we might like to use that, that, that humans have said is to snap out of it. We wish for you to snap out of it. We don't judge you at all for being put into this state, for being, for using this as a a self-preservation mechanism. We don't judge you. We just, we want you to know that we just have all kinds of love for you, but we want you to know that you have the power and the strength to reactivate, to renew, to be refreshed. And this is why we've come and this is the message we bring And so it is. All right. Wow, that was really, really powerful. Um, I got emotional in it because I just felt, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's personal to me. Maybe I was just taking their message to heart in my, with me. But um, I think part of one of the reasons I got emotional at the beginning is because their um their energy was so powerful that it was kind of it kind of overcame me and i guess like i said if there were anything i could um convey to you and this is kind of a common thread you can you can hear other podcasts where i have a similar message but if there were anything i could convey to you it's just the great sense of love that you're kind of made of I guess maybe one way I would put it um I don't want you to I don't want to even say receive it because you're made out of it and so it's almost like just awakening to that you're a being of love and you're a being of of wholeness and to to acknowledge otherwise 
you can play that game if you want to because it's part of the human experience. But here's the deal, guys. Um, Right now, the game uh, options are to hold are that or to hold the space so the shift can happen. I mean, I think if you have ownership in something and you know that what you do has an effect, that it really does up your game. (laughs) It really does give you that impetus to keep going. So thank you so much for listening again. If you want to converse with me more further about this, you can go to my... um, you can go to my Instagram, which is j at jjmindbody. I usually post on my stories um, the podcast. And then I maybe post a quote from it and then we could start a comment thread on that. Or you feel free to message me. Um, I would be happy to also work with you uh, personally to help you kind of explore what just happened a little more specific to you. I I know everybody has a gift and I know sometimes you just need that little activation. I personally have been led to people who have activated things in me too. So I understand that desire um, to do so. So feel free to reach out to me through my Instagram if if you feel like that's something you'd like to do. I just... I'm still kind of in that really strong love feeling, so I'm sorry I may be sounding a little bit, whoa, but that's how I feel. I appreciate your co-creation in this and this space that we've created together, and I look forward to putting out my next episode and co-creating again with you. In love and light, and namaste.